Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! It's me, I'm Matt Mike here, rolling solo to talk about Lucha Underground, and boy, oh boy, what a show we had this week. Wow, uh, lot of stuff to talk about. Um, it's gonna be difficult to pick a word, but, uh, me palabra for this week has gotta be pie face. Pie face. Yeah. Um, I'll get to it. All right. Um, so, as is the case with Lucha Underground, it's very difficult to pick something that wasn't categorized as good. Uh, but Mi Bueno this week, uh, it's a tough call. There were there were three really good matches. I'm going to give it to the Believer's Backlash match. Uh, if you know me, you know I love a lot of the ridiculous stuff that Lucha Underground does. And this was no exception. Masquerita Sagrada is... He's a role model, folks. <laughs> it was, uh, Masquerita Sagrada and Famous B had a fans bring the weapons match. I, It was so much fun. Um, I've never seen... Someone get hit in the face with a pie, yield a holy shit chant. Uh, they actually brought back one of the most devastating weapons in hardcore wrestling. And you can look this up because this is real. The giant bag of popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was, I want to say, Mankind and Road Dog or Road Dog and Al Snow. Use the giant bag of popcorn in one of their hardcore title matches, and oh, it's devastating. It is devastating. But yeah, the, the Believer's Black Backlash match is so much fun. Uh, it's a sharp contrast from what we'd see later in the evening, which I think is good and needed. Uh, and, you know, Mascara Sagrada can go. Famous B, he can wrestle. He can wrestle. He's not, you know, he's not he's not gonna set the world on fire with his wrestling. But we were able to bring in Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh Brenda got her comeuppance. We we even found the magic wand from the famous B commercial where Brenda was turned uh from from the toe up from the flow up girl to beautiful Brenda, which was great. It was a good callback. Uh and some of Havoc came in, you know, the even odds. And Masqueria got the win, and he was initiated into Son of Havoc's biker gang, which is amazing. I hope he gets his own chopper. I, I really, really do. Like, if we get another, like, ride off into the sun montage, I want Masqueria on a mini chopper. Like, I want that really, really badly. Um, Mimalo this week, it's going to be a legitimate one. I did a little bit of research because I wasn't sure. If this was a thing in the uh, five on five match, which was a really great match, Ivelisse unfortunately got injured. Um, yeah, Ivelisse was running the story with her in ring boyfriend, Jeremiah Crane, I believe, and she injured her ankle. And it sucks because uh, the winners of this match got into Aztec Warfare. And Damn, you know, Evie just can't catch a break. And she's one of the better performers in Lucha Underground. Uh, 
she's just mm, it's just really unfortunate. So um again, my model goes to that. Uh nothing bad about the match. The match was fun. It's one of Dario Cueto's classic staples, you know. Let's take a whole bunch of people there feuding each other and team them. So you had um Marty and Mariposa on the same team as Ivelisse and the Mac and uh, Jeremiah. And it was against uh, the two people who were going for the ultimate opportunity, Cage and Tejano with um, Killshot and Dante Fox. I believe we got his full name now. And um, Arhenis, because why not Arhenis? Arhenis, you, you poor bastard. Arhenis just never gets a break. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun match. I it was a little bit too easy to call that the Dante was going to be turning on Killshot. A little bit easy to call, but you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, it should be interesting to see how this affects Aztec Warfare though, because now there's another spot open. And I as I was live tweeting Lucha Underground. I said it's amazing where we've come in Aztec Warfare so far, where Aztec Warfare was pretty much the entire roster. Like, it's they said it was a 20-man Royal Rumble type of thing, and we're like, okay, yeah, that sounds about right for how many people they have. But now we have people that we know aren't going to be involved. Like, uh, we have, like, that's there's a whole team of five that's kicked out. There's... I'm assuming Prince Puma's not going to be a part of it based on what happens uh, in the main event. Chavo won't be in it. Drago won't be in it. Phoenix won't be in it. It's going to be an interesting aspect warfare. I, and you know what? Because this is, um, after I do uh, Mikambio, I'm going to make a prediction. I don't know if it's going to be true, but I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mikambio this week. I I don't know where we're going with this yet. I know we're going somewhere. I have my suspicions as to where we're going. And I I would have had Prince Puma win. I would have had Prince Puma win for the ver- for a different story headcanon thing I built up in my head. See, I, I, I feel like Vampiro did this to Puma so he would lose, so Vampiro could bring him, so Vampiro could bring back Prince Puma as like a Prince Puma Dark to go against Pentagon Dark. Makes sense in my head, but and here's something I thought of as I was watching the match because there was a segment right before the match that Katrina said if Mill didn't win. She wasn't going to bring him back this time. Which, that, that'd be fun. But, come with me on a journey, if you will. If Vampiro did this all to motivate, not Prince Puma to necessarily win, but Mill to be out of the control of Katrina. I, I think it would have been interesting. Like, if, if Puma won and... Uh, like he like Katrina suddenly disappeared, like when Bill got slammed in the coffin, and all that was left was the was the rock. And Vampiro could have like sneakily grabbed it and pocketed it, and then Vampiro could be the one to bring Mil Muertes back, and you could have 
pissed off demon vampire Mil Muertes versus Pentagon Dark in a Grave Consequences match. Sign me the fuck up for that. I mean, that's I that's not where they're going, clearly. But fuck, that would have been fun. Uh, so yeah, that'd be my change. You know, just completely change around the entire storyline of what you're doing. That's fine. Um, predictions for Aztec Warfare next week. Oh, it's a tough call. I think Matanza is losing. I, I think there's no... If you have Matanza commit at number one and have him survive all the way through and win, it doesn't look good for the rest of your roster. The way he was able to do it last time was fine because he came in fresh as the 21st guy and no one knew anything about Matanza. Like, he came in as a murder death bot, basically. Like, and just laid waste to everyone. That was fine. But now people know Matanza. People have gotten in some shots on Matanza. Like, some people have come close to beating him. And I think um, El Jefe, though we love you, you kind of you bet, bet on the wrong horse this time. Now, as to who's going to pin Matanza, I think it might be a combination of people. I think it might be like I know whenever big shows in a world rump in a in a survivor series, sometimes it'll take like a huge combination of moves to take him out and maybe like two or three people pile on him at once. I think we might get something similar to that here. Now who it would be, I could see I could see Sexy Star being involved in that. I could see Pentagon being involved in that. I could see a few people getting in their shots on Matanza to take him out. Like, him being the ultimate baddie. And I, I'm calling this, I think it happens early. Like, within the first five or six people. Because then we're guaranteed a new champion. And that, I, I love when, when wrestling companies do that, because it's so much more exciting. Like, when you know you're guaranteed a new champion, because the champion got eliminated or something like that. I think that's a cool way to do it. And as to who the new champion's going to be, I think it's time. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's sexy star. You guys, I think it's sexy star. Uh, it makes sense given that she lost the gift of the gods to Mundo under dubious circumstances. It could also be Rey Mysterio. Never count him out. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think my prediction is officially going to be Sexy Star for Aztec Warfare. And I'm excited to see how that happens next week. Uh, how Aztec Warfare just happens as a whole, because Aztec Warfare is always a fun show. All right, uh, so as far as rankings go, as you can probably guess, Lucha's number one for me. Oh, I didn't even talk about Grave Consequences. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you could imagine, you know, what a casket match between Prince Puma and Mil Muertes is. But man, was it fun. Uh, Prince Puma started it off hot, too, because uh, during Mill's entrance, Puma attacked him and just threw him into the stands. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Uh, Puma showed a lot of aggression which was good, especially there were a few points where it looked like he could have just won the match, but he was looking to punish Mill instead. 
So I think um, it, the camera work on this after Puma lost cut to Vampiro really, really quickly, and he had a big smile on his face. So I'm like, okay, okay. This was all part of Vamp's plan, which is fine. Also, bringing up the, the casket that Conan was tossed in was a very nice touch. Very nice touch indeed. Uh, yeah, but it, Grave Consequences, I mean, it's always a good match. It's always really, really fun. Just, just fucking watch it. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube at some point. Just watch the damn match. Seriously, you don't need me to tell you to do that. Just watch the fucking thing. If you, if you aren't watching Lucha Underground by now, get your head out of your ass. Seriously. Watch it. It's fantastic. Okay, uh, so, um, for, um, I, I'm pretty sure that's it this week. For rankings, it's Lucha's number one, like I said. No one's real. Not, Lucha has not come close to being taken down yet this season. At least not, not in any of the shows I've been on. Uh, yeah, Lucha was fantastic. I can't wait for Aztec Warfare. Aztec Warfare is going to be great next week. Okay, uh, and I'll be live tweeting it. If you follow us at Mayhem Show, hit up the hashtag MM for Mad Mike. That's me. And uh, I will definitely be live tweeting the whole thing. All right. Uh, and if you also want to follow me personally, you can hit me up at Mad Mike 483 on the Twitter machine. And, you know, chat wrestling. I like to talk about wrestling. Clearly, I'm here with you guys. All right. Uh, also, hit up our Facebook group if you want to talk about some more Lucha Underground stuff. Uh, we There's a lot of the discussion going on in there. Also, you can email us at goodtimes at wrestlingmamshow.com. Email in about Lucha. We'll read it on this show, and we'll respond to you. Trust me. Um, if for some reason you don't like Lucha and you think we give it too much love, tell us why. I mean, I think you're wrong, but tell us why anyway. We like to hear differing opinions here. All right, uh, so for Mad Mike, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week 1.